Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one crumb of Lembus at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we're talking about Minute 85, which starts with Sam kind of dozing off um, or trying to stay awake. And it ends with Gollum um, gleefully holding some Lembus in his hand right before he, uh, well, we'll find out what he does with it next week, but... Yeah. He's looking over the cliff. Got some lemmas in his hands. Yeah. I The way Gollum's eyes snap open as soon as Sam is asleep. He stops breathing, which I think is the um the more disconcerting part of this for me. Because he's making breathing noises. Yes. And then he stops and his eyes snap open. And it, it, he stops for like longer than is necessary. And he looks, and he smiles, and it's so creepy. <laughs> I still think this is Smeagol, not Gollum. Okay. I think it's important to keep a distinction. I think it's less important in this movie. You think so? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I just Because at the end of the day, he... Because at the end of the day, he does what he does, and, uh, spoilers, he ends up in lava, regardless of its, rather whether it's Smeagol or Gollum, so. Yeah. I like the, uh, the look on his face and the little noise when he opens the packet of Lembus. Yeah, he's like, like oh. <laughs> <laughs> This stuff is terrible. That is the face I make when I, um, am cleaning the fridge out, like, with all the gross leftover food that we don't eat. Wow, way to call us out. Just like opening the Pyrex and being like, ugh. <laughs> What's in here? I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> More elvish bread. Um. <laughs> yeah, aside from the really long pause, I don't have a lot to say about this. I like the um, the view we get of Minas Morgul with the creepy glowing... Um, yeah, this like super high angle. Yeah. This ledge they're sleeping on, um I have It gives me concerns. anxiety. Yeah. How big okay, hobbits are what? Three feet tall? Four feet max. Right? Pippin is like what, four six? And they're tall for hobbits. So like They they end at four eight, don't they? Uh just shy of Thorin. I I think they're yeah, they're like a few inches shy of like four ten. So Sam and Frodo must be anywhere between what, like three and a half to like four and a four and a couple inches, four maybe. And a couple inches. So this ledge is like eight feet long maximum. Um, and two and a half feet wide. Yeah, you know what this reminds me of. Mm. This reminds me of the um that that the piece of of wood that um Rose is laying on in Titanic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
just like, wait, if you did this smarter. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, people were, like, you know, figuring out the dimensions and whatever. Yeah. But if she was a hobbit, if she and Jack were hobbits, clearly they both would have been able to fit on it. Just fine. <laughs> Without compromising the buoyancy of said door. Exactly. <laughs> just be hobbits. <laughs> just be Tragedy hobbits. could have been averted if they were much shorter. <laughs> yeah, if they were if they were much smaller people. <laughs> yeah, I I have uh very little to say about this in a minute because very little is said in it. And yeah. we've already talked about like the set and stuff. I um what about the animation of Gollum here? Cuz we get a good look at him for quite a few seconds. He doesn't look quite as good here as he does in some other places in the movie. His face looks pretty good. Yeah. But his skin looks a little too shiny in the moonlight. Yeah, like the... Too smooth. His torso. I'm not about that. But I think his, like, face, which is, like, what we're supposed to be focusing on, to be honest. Um, The animation of his eyes opening is really clean. Yeah. The hair is all right. I I think the hair looks pretty convincing, but it's not, like, falling. Have you ever noticed that the hair, like, is centered on his head like that's not how hair grows like that's just all the hair he has left grows out of this one spot on his head it's so weird because like you know on human beings like the hair is like there's like a spiral or like you know babies yeah like babies they have like the origin point of hair and it's like in the back of the head but this is like on the crown of his head yeah that's weird, right? Yeah. I've never noticed that before. But... It is a little. Yeah, it's a little weird. That's so funny. It, yeah, it looks like, um. Like a spiral into the top of his not head. Not even a spiral. Like, it's, it looks like a little spider. Like, all the, there's like a central point out of which all the hair, or, like, originates. And it's really weird. I mean, that's probably just, them. Maybe that's a limitation of the like the animation tools they're using. Like it, the hair needs an anchor point. Yeah. And it was easier to give them all the same anchor point. Yeah, but why is it at the top of his head? Why isn't it like at the back of his head? Probably so it'll hang over the front of his head the right way when he's in scenes where it needs to be hanging over the front of his face. That's so funny. I've never noticed that before. I mean, I'm it never, doesn't like... look weird as he moves and like gets up. But it does look weird. It paused. still kind of does, though, because you can totally tell, like it's smack in the middle of his head. That's just maybe that's just what he has left of his hair from where it's he like, always used to part like, it. It's like anti. Um, it's like the anti bald spot, right? Like he's bald everywhere except this one spot, except the very top of his head. <laughs> I don't know. It's so weird. It is kind of weird, yeah. It's really funny. I never, um, you know, going into this, I didn't expect to spend so much time looking at his gross head, but. (laughs) (laughs) The things we do one minute at a time, I guess. The things we do for podcasting. Yes. Now this is what I call podcasting. Look at it. It's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah, I think it's like that just because they needed an anchor point. So that the stuff that moves around in front of his face looks natural. He has quite a lot of hair, actually. Yeah. I actually, I wonder, I think he might have more hair than he did in the previous movie. Yeah, I think so. Because they tweak little things about Gollum from movie to movie. 
Like between the second and third one. Yeah, look, it's like the origin for his hair is like in the middle of his head instead of like toward the... It's so... That's weird. Yeah, I think that's really what it is. I think they just needed an anchor point that would allow the stuff at the front to more naturally move around when they animated it and tried to match it to the wind and stuff. I love the way he so gently sprinkles the crumbs on Sam. Seasoning him. How long, right? Mm. Um, how long do you think he's been planning this? Uh, since he got hit in the head with a pot. Okay, so the at beginning least a of the week. movie. <laughs> yeah, about a week. Ever ever since Sam said, "I'll stove your head in." Oof. I think he didn't quite have a plan at that point. Him and Gollum were still arguing about what to do. That happens, and then I think kind of like since then, Smeagol is like the Smeagol side has mostly been in control, has been planning this whole thing. Mm. But yeah, the way he smiles when he realizes Sam is asleep is really unsettling. It's really creepy. Not the creepiest Gollum smile we're going to get in the next 10 minutes. No. But next five minutes, but it's a creepy Gollum smile. It's just, oh. One of many. Yeah. It's all coming together. God, the way his eyes snap open is so creepy, too. I mean, it's kind of... It's more animal than person. Yes. More cat than man, really. Uh, but cats are cute. Like a little... But like a little predatory animal, you know? Even the weird little naked cats are cuter than than Gollum. Yeah, but if we had one, we'd totally name it Smeagol. Oh, yeah, for sure. Little Sphinx cat. I Like, Smeagol. that's not even up for debate. Like, I'd have it where... I'd get a bow tie for it. <laughs> I want one so bad. Uh, <laughs> this is Smeagol. He's a proper so gentleman. <laughs> it'd be so cold here. It, could, it can wear a sweater. And it'd be like, yeah. I love the people in New England who own like chihuahuas or something. <laughs> Poor like, dog. They have to be in a sweater constantly. And that, that, you know, it's got to go to the bathroom outside. Like that poor dog. Right? Poor baby. Anyway. <laughs> Do we have anything else no, I to got, say I got about nothing. Gollum and his creepy head? No, I really. This is this is a real short Friday. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're funny because you're like, is this the only minute so far with no dialogue? And like, I was like, no, that doesn't sound right. And but like, it feels like it because this is every minute for the last I don't know half hour of the movie has been so very heavy on the like dialogue. for the most part like dialogue rich with like lots of stuff to talk about yeah. in the dialogue and like what the characters are feeling so to just go especially to go from such a meatily acted couple of scenes with faramir and denethor yeah to just an animal crawling around on a ledge basically like creepy one point of hair i think okay the thing that bothers me about that is it's literally one anchor point instead of it being dotted in his head yeah Probably just easier on the frame rate. That's so weird. That's so weird. Okay. And that has to be an animation shortcut. No, I I know, but I'm I just I'm just like staring at it. <laughs> he just he definitely has some strands of hair that don't come from that one point, but right here they all do. They all do. But I think there are other scenes it's a where you can hair see. Spider. But there are other scenes I think where you can see hair in other places. So I wonder if it was just like the key animator for this scene did this. It was just like, whoop, I'm going to attach them to this circle and done. Yep. I don't know. Whatever. I don't, I don't, to be fair, I don't know how to animate things on the computer, but like, I don't know. It's creepy. It's weird. I don't like it. Uh, right? It's like the, 
it's like the weird thing with the long face in Nightmare Before Christmas. All of its hair like comes from the one spot. It has the snake fingers. What? In Nightmare Before Christmas, it's the I've got snakes on my hands and spiders in my hair. That one. It has just like the really scraggly hair that all comes from one spot on its head. Okay, I'm gonna level with you. I haven't seen that movie since I was in high school. I oh think. wow. Okay. Um. That is go. also not my go-to um, Tim Burton adjacent um, stop motion animated movie. I mean, it's, it's. I mean, it is Tim Burton. It's not Tim Burton adjacent. Yeah, whatever. He didn't actually direct it. I think he just produced it. Um, yeah, controversial opinion. I like Corpse Bi- Corpse Bride better mm. than Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, see, I found I found Corpse Bride to be kind of dull when I saw it. As far as like teen goth like. Movies that involve stop motion animation. <laughs> it's a very niche thing. Right? You know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, yeah. I mean, Jack Skellington is like a goth icon, but like, yeah, I'm. No, he, he's like, like Hot Bride Topic's better. unofficial mascot. Yeah, basically. I like Corpse Bride better. Even though I did have a really cool, like, Jack Skellington beanie that I got from Disneyland when I was like 16. Because, of course, I had one of those. Is, does Jack Skeleton walk around in the park at Christmas time? Is there a guy that does that? Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's been so long since I've been to Disneyland at Christmas time. Mm. I know they do the Haunted Mansion all dolled up for... It's Nightmare Before Christmas instead of just regular old Haunted Mansion. That's cool. Yeah. They, like, change the ghosts and stuff. That's cool. But... What's your controversial, like, teen goth opinion? Opinion. I don't know. <laughs> Frank and Weenie. No, just kidding. <laughs> just like in general? Sure, yeah. Is the follow up voice kind of overrated? Oof. You know what? That hurts me a little. You know, <laughs> to quote Fallout Boy, I think this is off their most recent album um, because they're still making music. But I'll stop wearing black when they make a darker color, Norman. <laughs> right, yeah. That's the, that's the title of a song on that album, no, isn't like it? No, um, that's like the chorus of a song. Uh, edge. Just um, <laughs> right on the edge. Dude, you know what? MCR got back together. Anything is possible. That's fair. That gives my teen goth heart, like, um, so much joy. That's okay. A little emo, really, but... My inner teen goth is just, will always, Linkin Park forever. Is that goth or emo? I think both of them are linked. Yeah. But, anyway. We're... <laughs> uh, happy Friday! Um, so, <laughs> we'll be back next week, um, to talk about, like, a really sad breakup and stuff. But, um, in the meantime, um, you can find us and and all the other beautiful wonderful podcasts and podcasters on duelinggenre.com um and uh head to moviesbyminutes.com if you want um another one of those in your feed and if you need more minutes of movies yes yes um and everyone have a good weekend and we'll be back on monday bye
genre.